Hello there, SE land. This is Twig. Another Twig's SE Reflections, episode number 54. And as much as I was hoping to finally follow through on the last polyvagal little subsection on the dorsal vagal complex in this next episode, I'm realizing that I'm in a little topical situation here myself. And if I, well, I could talk about the dorsal vagal today, yesterday, last week, but it would not be phase appropriate. So I'll just break that little pattern for a moment, the mini-series on the, uh, like just the basic anatomy of the polyvagal theory or the layout of the autonomic nervous system is supplied to us by the polyvagal theory and talk to you today about these things that I've been seeing inside of my community this last week since I talked with you last. A bunch of new wildfires started in my valley and then in my county. Kind of, it's been a big deal. Yeah, I could say it that way. It's been a big deal. And it's partly been a big deal because it's the second year in a row that a very similar kind of thing has happened. You know, last year they we had this wildfire that they ended up calling the largest wildfire in Washington state history, which I think matches with the times, right? Like it's going to happen that way. I hope we realize that. But in any case, this year we've had a similar kind of event in a similar in the same neighborhood, really. And it's now the the largest wildfire in Washington state history. And that kind of thing, you know, it, it's, it's fearful. And it does a lot of stuff that you and I, as somatic, somatic experiencing practitioners, would be kind of interested in, you know, because, of course, it's, it's on a personal level. For me, it's a bit of a challenge. Although, we should be clear, my hillside burned last year and there's very little fuel here this year and I could have a flash little grass fire but my homestead is well organized for this now and I'm not in any kind of danger. I'm inside the smoke like everybody else and that's really been unpleasant and I've been challenged in other kinds of ways and I've been helping out people but I've not I've not in any kind of danger. It's interesting then you know because there is the community-wide response, and there's the individual experience of it. And as SE practitioners and kind of people that are thinking about the stress response and how to help people get through these kinds of events, this is kind of potent time and thinking for me. So that's what this podcast is partly about, is Twig's SE Reflections. Here are a few. Now, on the way in here, I should mention this is a topic, you know, of course, any regular listeners know that um, like the SE community is looking at this, which is cool. And so I want to just make a plug out there for the short course disaster relief classes that the SE SETI has put together. That's that's important, and it's great that that stuff is coming around again. And then secondly, on my own blog and podcast, I have like one written article on like what to do with natural disasters kind of stuff and one podcast where I kind of give the background of this story. That's podcast number 47, and that's on uh, natural disaster in an SEP's backyard. So that's from, from kind of like my accounting of what I did last year. So here's what's been on my mind this year, which I hope is going to be 
easily relevant to you just in your own practice. It's a repetitive thing now. You know what I mean? We had this really big fire last year, which was really startling. Maybe it shouldn't have been. Perhaps we could have seen, I think it's reasonable to say that my community and myself should have seen that that fire was going to come and be as big as it was going to be, and we should have been more prepared. We weren't. And the drama of it, the shock value of it, the effort of it to get through that and the losses for people, you know, because like a lot of people lost their homes, a lot of people lost a lot of work, a lot of people lost their kind of connection with the land in ways, you know, they couldn't do the same kind of work or the same kind of relationship with the ecology around and such. It was it was pretty big deal. And it also, like I say, it happened for the first time last year. Uh, it had been suppressed for a very long time before that, which is one reason why it became so big. And that's hard to go through a new stressor, a new big challenge, and to figure out how to respond to it. You know, we had to create little groups. In fact, that's one of the cool things that happened is that all these community elements and people inside the community came together to create different kinds of groups that have lingered on in terms of recovery efforts and mental health and and emotional well-being and stress relief groups. And there's been it's not utopia. Let's not get that far. But it's been pretty impressive, in fact, how how stabilizing the local community has done for itself in creating support networks. Well, then, here we are a year later, pretty much to the day kind of stuff, and suddenly there's very similar kinds of things. There's airplanes and helicopters and evacuation notices, and there's eventually the military here to help kind of police roads that are closed because on the other side of the closure there's a whole lot of activity from bulldozers and cleanup crews and firefighters and it's it's a big heavy duty response kind of zone you know which happens when these big events we call them natural disasters kind of go off you know like you get this flood of activity which is the kind of stuff that you associate with war and big, big problems, you know? So it feels dangerous. And of course, the in my particular case here with the fires, there's the fire, there's the threat of people losing their homes. There's, in fact, a number of our firefighters died this year. One really local fella who every, you know, every third person in the community knew, which is a really big thing, of course, to have that kind of loss total bummer and yeah it's it's a bummer and then two other guys who are local somewhere else you know also lost in this and there's also just the the energy of it and everybody else's fear inside of it well let's add also that it's not over in one minute over in five hours it's a this kind of thing is a multi-day multi-week kind of thing and the stress inside of all of this ebbs and flows, but it's a, now a repeat of last year's bad thing, which admittedly, some people felt pretty good about last year. They did a good job and they got through this and, and it was something that they might have anticipated or something that they didn't anticipate, but they could respond effectively to. And you can understand that that gives a certain kind of feeling of competency and not necessarily a feeling like a big traumatic thing happened last summer. Uh, 
And then there are other people who have mixed responses beyond that, you know, of course, all the way down to last year could have been the thing that is now ruining the rest of their lives. And along that spectrum from last year being like pretty okay to last year being the worst thing that ever happened, of course, there's an entire community that's kind of like negotiating their different socioeconomic relationships with their either their losses or you know what they had to do in order to respond to last year's fires and such and all the way through that spectrum okay well this year of course all of those same people have gotten triggered they've gotten triggered by this big dangerous thing that looks just like the big dangerous thing that happened last year and it's very interesting to see different people's responses. Because along that spectrum of feeling pretty competent about last year's efforts, there's quite a few people who could easily feel like this summer is a big dangerous thing, but in fact feel pretty, um, like when you, when you talk into it, when you like chat with them, it turns out that they feel pretty much... Uh, like, you know, it's a bummer, but they more or less did the best they could do. And then, of course, on down the spectrum, you would, of course, anticipate that there are people right now who are really suffering because not only is the current situation its own, you know, it's it's not been friendly. It's been scary, and it's you can't go outside right now, et cetera, et cetera. It's hard to breathe, all of this. And they're also triggered from last year's problems and challenges that were, you know, triggered up and unresolved from that first event. Well, you know, with that, I'm not, I'm not kind of pointing out good or bad or anything in here. I'm, um, I'm pointing out that this variance of response to things is a truism inside of a complex group or even, you know, any number of different people, you're going to have people who feel more efficacious in their responses to things and people who feel less efficacious in their responses to things. And in a situation like this, I think, and, and this is true clinically, like when you're in your office with people and you're noticing the same kind of thing. I think if you were going to help direct attention in one direction or another, you might as well lean it toward any amount of feeling like this time was better off for being and having gone through last time. Which is to say, everybody who got through last summer kind of got through it in some way or another. Like some of it is pretty half you know, baked. And some of it is really, you know, organized and efficacious. And some people are prouder about their responses from last year. And some people aren't maybe so, you know, enamored with hanging out in the closet. Um, which to me, I have to then think, well, actually, maybe the hanging out in the closet is what got you through that. And maybe the going out and fighting the fire on your off hours, like some of us go do um, to kind of help people who, whose houses are in danger and such, like maybe that's part of how you got through it. And this year when the kind of danger came back, 
it's interesting to consider, um, even if you ended up doing very similar responses to last year, if last year's response didn't actually help you get through this year's response some amount easier. Now, it's not going to be that everybody then goes, oh, we're right, I'm it's so much easier for me to feel these triggers that I'm feeling the second time around. And you're not going to make it then turn into something positive, like, oh, I'm so glad life is giving me this opportunity to prove how many skills I've learned in dealing with my stress response. Now, that could be true. If what you're getting to point out about how much better it went this time is you're talking to a family who was able to evacuate and move down and out the valley much faster and much calmer than last year because they'd done it last year in a more chaotic means so that this year when it had to happen a second time, they were more prepared and pretty much informed about the process and what needed to take place when. And by doing that, they were able to stay less stressed by by relying on experiences that they had already had even when they were challenged before. And now they could focus their attention on how bad it was to have to be evacuated a second year in a row. Or they could be encouraged to wonder and be curious about how much easier it went this time, how much better off they were this time for having experienced that challenge in the past. And maybe they could have done it with more alacrity the first time, but the second time maybe they got a little bit better. Now somewhere along the spectrum, those people where you just get to point out the improvement on their behavior from repeating the going through the stressor that'll be there and when it comes through i i just say why not lean on that why not help point out that although it might be a second time a third time a fourth time a repetitive stressor now and you might almost be starting to anticipate like that my community is going to have this stressor every summer and that it's going to be something that we need to become ever more kind of effective at dealing with so that we don't go into a reenactment scenario every time it comes. Well, we'd want to lean on every part of what we're doing in response to it that helps us get through it better. And further down the spectrum, and I hope that makes sense, the kind of distress spectrum where our feelings and our responses feel ever less efficacious, it would still be valuable to, you know, within the measure, I hope the listener here gets what I mean by the measure of how much you can reflect on a person's positive state when in fact their predominant focus is on the negative state of things. And sure enough, that's that's the measure at which you would be trying to do that. You know, if it was about you didn't go outside for a week because the air quality was so bad and you sat there and watched Netflix until the till the end of days, well, okay, I guess that's probably better than if you were outside exercising trying to fight the fire when the smoke was so bad. It sounds like that what you and I, SE practitioner, might think of as an immobility freeze response to kind of like shut down and kind of try to go more dormant in such a un, you know, both unpleasant and something that you can't do anything about situation is the one that my community has been in the last week for a lot of people. Um, well, that's, that's a pretty, pretty reasonable response. If you ask me, what else are you going to do? Like bounce around the walls. So all that to say, you, my friend have clients that are repeatedly coming into contact with similar stressors that they've already experienced before. 
It's most certainly happening. It's it's got to be happening. They're they're feeling the same panic attack or the same, you know, distress or the same thought pattern or even the same fight with their spouse or the same inability to ask for the raise or some part of their experience is the same and it's quote re-traumatizing and it's constantly causing them to re-experience their pattern of response around that. Well, if you're getting that feedback of multiple experiences with something, I guess I would encourage you to look inside of what they're saying and see which part of that is helping them get through it at least as well as they can or at least as well as they are this time around and which part of that could be reinforced to help them get through it again next time just that much better, that much less stressed out about it, that much more in their capacity to respond to it. And it's true, this is a kind of like steer it toward the right direction kind of thing. Maybe over time we actually learn, oh, this is something in my case, in my community's case with these fires, this is something that we don't have immediate control over, but this is something that I individually can start to respond to differently so as to um, feel less overwhelmed by it. Okay, that was something that I wanted to share with you because um, I've been talking about it with some folks in, in my community and it's been kind of interesting. And with that... I'm going to um, leave you with a little little public uh, radio announcement that I, I make here in my community. I'll just I'll just add this little one on the same subject on the on the extra, and I'll wish you well. Okay, I'm back online bit by bit. I think I think everything's going to quiet down for me, and I'll look forward to getting back to the dorsal vagal complex in short order. Hope you're well out there. Bye bye now. gonna have a little tracking twig moment here on the extra and and with it I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know that I didn't want to do this but it's the better thing for me to do is cancel my upcoming trip to Los Angeles this coming weekend and early next week it's it's just a reality my attention is kind of focused and so I'm gonna keep it here rather than try to spread it out I'll look forward to getting back to Los Angeles in late February 2016 Okay, everything else on my schedule is still there. Please check it out as you might be interested. Liberationispossible.org backslash schedule. Okay, that's that. Hello there, Matt Howe. This is Twig. I'm going to give you another stressless short here. 2015. This is a repetitive event now. We see that. We're in it. We know that that is crappy. To have to do things, dangerous things, over and over again, lightning does strike twice, and here we are. That can be extra frustrating. At the same time, I want to lean on the fact that the vast majority of us have seen things like this exactly one year ago, and we went through that and got through that and learned a whole lot. Our experience with this matters. That experience, although it tells us how hard this can be, it also tells us that we know what we need to do. We know how to help each other. We know how to do the tasks at hand. And that knowledge 
can help us stay a little bit less stressed out during this event. So please rest just a little bit on our experience and our knowledge as a community and as individuals inside of that community and take this one step at a time. Okay, frustrating I know, it's a repetitious event now and positive thing about that, we know something about how to handle ourselves. Okay, I'm wishing you the best out there. Stay safe, stay calm, take care.